you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Our first reading is from Paul's letter to the people of Rome. Brothers and sisters, by the grace given to me, I tell everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly and each according to the measure of faith that God has proportioned. As for one body, we have many parts, and all the parts do have many functions, but not the same functions. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually parts of one another. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us exercise them in if prophecy in proportion to the faith, if ministry in ministering, if one is a teacher in teaching, if one exhorts in exhortation, if one contributes in generosity, if one is over others with diligence, if he does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be sincere, hate what is evil, hold on to what is good, love one another with natural affection, anticipate one another in showing honor. Do not grow slack in zeal, but be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoice in hope, endure in affliction, persevere in prayer, contribute to the needs of the holy ones, Exercise hospitality. The word of the Lord. You have but one Father in heaven. You have one Master, Jesus Christ. You have one Father in heaven. You have one Master, Jesus Christ. Come after me, says the Lord, and I will make you fishers of men. You have one Father in heaven, you have one Master, Jesus Christ. I am the good shepherd, says the Lord, I know my sheep and mine know me. You have one Father in heaven, you have one Master, Jesus Christ. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. Alleluia, Alleluia. God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say the man, Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? 
Simon Peter spoke up, You are the Christ, the Son of God, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we were in the Holy Land, we visited this area of Caesarea Philippi. It's a big uh, ridge, and it gives you a great view of, of the surrounding area. But under that ridge, there is a cavern, and sometimes that was referred to as uh, the, the, the mouth of hell or the doors of hell or the doors of the netherworld, depending on the translation from uh, the ancient world. So it was believed to be the, the place where you entered death. And Caesarea Philippi was renamed by one of the Caesars after his own tradition. So it became his name in Philippi, Caesar. So now we have the significance of Jesus gathering his disciples there. This is where Caesar, who on the coins and, and parlance of, of the Roman times, was known as the Son of God, okay, and the Divine One. He's standing on this ridge overlooking the world, in a sense, and he asks this very simple question, who do people say I am? And only one speaks up with mm, authority and integrity and knowledge and faith, you are the Christ, Peter. Uh, Jesus changed his name from Simon to Peter, Cephas in, in Aramaic, Aramaic, and of course, it, the translation is rock. So now we have Jesus on a rock, appointing a new rock. Okay, and where is he? He's on the gates of the netherworld, and he gives him verbally, emotionally, spiritually, the keys of the netherworld, the keys of kingdom of heaven. So that's why all that comes together. That's why when Jesus gathered there in Caesarea Philippi, the, the, the levels of meaning are just so rich because he's replacing the old world with the new world. He's replacing entrance into Hades with the possibility of entering heaven. And who does he give that to? He gives that authority to establish that new direction. And I say new direction because Jesus didn't come to establish a church. He came to reform Judaism. So when he says upon this rock, I will build my ecclesia, my community. Okay, Upon this rock, Peter, I build my followers, my community, my gathering people. Uh, not a physical building or even a new established uh, system as a church. But as it turns out, we know history. Um, the Jews who followed Christ became Christian. Those who didn't left. So Christianity did not grow as a new uh, addition or, or fulfillment of Judaism, but a new church. Okay. He heads that new church with someone who is a fisherman, down-to-earth guy, um, a little boisterous at times, and he eventually, eventually hands that role of 
maintaining the kingdom to a Polish priest many years later, in 1978. That Polish priest went through hell. He lived under communism. He lived under persecution. He was an actor by profession, but then uh, also a philosopher, and eventually uh, the seminaries had closed so he could not be a priest, and eventually, when the war was over, returned to Poland and became a priest, Karol Wojtyla. And Karol Wojtyla eventually becomes John Paul II, as you know, when he's, when he's chosen after the brief reign of John Paul, he, 33 days, and he becomes Pope. It's outlandish that he was elected Pope, outlandish. He's from a third world, well, I don't know if it's technically a third world country, but he was from out of the political realm. He was in a, in, from Poland, and no cardinal had become Pope in Rome for outside of the Italians for 300 years or something like that. And they elect this man, young. He was in his 50s. And he really fulfilled the role that we read in Paul's letter to the Romans. I think he filled it up in many ways. Now, this is only one perspective. There's so many aspects to John Paul II's life, his travels, his, his ministry, his openness, his, his uh, openness to dialogue with other religions, his ecumenism, his going to the Holy Land, his coming to the United States many times. I remember once, it was a rainy day, and he was in, I think, um, one of the state, Yankee Stadium, Jerry, which one, Giants Stadium, and Jerry went, of course, with a group of students from campus ministry where I was, and it was pouring rain, and, and the excitement was wonderful. When they came back, they were drenched but happy. They had seen that much of the Pope. The stadium was, was packed, but they all saw, and they didn't know, a saint in the making. John Paul gives us an example of what the leader of a church should be, but he also gives us the example of what the, each of us should be as good Catholics fulfilling the mission of Christ on earth. So just take some of these aspects from Paul's letter to the Romans. He ministered, he taught, he was generous, he was diligent, he was very intelligent. He was a lover. He was a lover of the arts. As an actor, I, I, think, I think of that one scene when uh, he was in one of his visits, I don't know if it was the United States or not, um, but the kids were, were you know, just announcing his name, JP2, we love you. And, and he, as, as the actor he was, did this to see them clearly. Just, he put his hands up like this. And it's such, this is the Pope. This is the, like, you know, it's, it's out of the ordinary. And he was an actor. He really was. He had that spirit in him. So he knew how to play the, the crowds. Talk about mercy and cheerfulness. He showed love over hate. He showed good. He showed mutual affection. This is from all from Paul's letter to the Romans. And he was fervent in the Holy Spirit. He rejoiced and in hope. He could have retired. He had Parkinson's, as you know, uh, toward the end of his life, last few years. 
Uh, we saw him in Rome. Uh, he could hardly speak. The Parkinson's and the stroke. He, don't forget, he was shot. He fell, and he had a lot of things go physically things going against him. And still, he wanted to be an example of. I want to say respect for the elderly, an example of hope in God. So he could have retired and taken an easy the last few years, but he stayed on, and he stayed on because. I can't say because, I can't read his mind, but he stayed on and showed people how to endure pain. He could have had it easy. He stayed on as Pope to fulfill Peter's declaration, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, and Jesus gives the response back to Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. He showed himself to be the rock. Even in his last days, as, as he used to shake with his Parkinson's and, and really, I have to say, dribble, you know, or drool, I guess they, every time I say dribble, Jerry says dribble is playing basketball. He was drooling. Um, and what, what did it do? Some people would say, I oh, should have retired, old guy. But those who were there, not, not there geographically in Rome, but those who watched him, who really understood pain, knew he was an example of endurance. He, he bore the pain of Christ, as Peter eventually would on the cross. He bore the pain of Christ in his body and never gave up hope. The, the day he died, before he went lapse into a coma, he told his associates around his bed, you know, let me go to the Father's house. Let me go take my place. And, and indeed, fell into a coma, a few hours later, he had died. You remember the awesome attendance at his funeral. Rome was never so packed. And many, many, many youth were there. People, because he's the one who started the, the World Youth Day movements, people were touched by him because they, he touched them in their own countries. And they packed Rome hundreds of thousands of people, every TV in the land and throughout the world were there for him. And, and the, the phrase that sticks out in my ears is Santo Subito, make him a saint quickly. Santo Subito, make him a saint quickly. Eventually, his successors did make him canonized, beatified, and then canonized, both on the anniversaries of his death, which was Divine Mercy Sunday, the Sunday after Easter. And Divine Mercy was one of his favorite um, novenas and, and uh, devotions, and that was involved with St. Faustina in, in Poland. So now we have this little guy, Peter, big mouth, Peter, fisherman, Peter, who bears the weight of the church on his shoulders, and eventually he hands it off to Karol Wojtyla, who went through the army, went through persecution, who worked in a rock quarry, who who's lost his parents, his mother when he was a child, his father as a young adult, who suffered and who worked through that suffering, who ran through that suffering, representing Christ in all of his words. When he kissed the wall of, of the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem and put his own prayer, he broke, he broke the hearts of many people in, in, in love because he represented a man of the people and that's what he was. Just like 
Peter was a man of the people. John Paul wasn't a fisherman. He was a priest, an actor, philosopher, pope, and saint. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.